and then people have to go and ask for extra shit. Like, I can't go into details about it, but basically something at work was going to be free, and someone was like, oh, well, for the people that already have such and such, can we have this such and such? And it's like, no, bitch, they were giving away this for free. There's no extra free shit. Hello, everybody. We are back at it. It is the Red Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dorsey, and with me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, and my pal, Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, how are you doing? Uh-oh, I think Kevin's dog just busted into the room. Uh, it's called it out. Positions. Oh, busted out of the room. Excuse me, I wasn't sure what happened there. But, Kevin, how are you doing this week? Doing well. That's good to hear. Is the dog still in the room? It sounds like the dog is still in the room. No, Jasper um, left. Okay, that's that's good. I hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, also, thank you for tuning in to the Fat Life Podcast. Uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Also, hit us up on Instagram at ThreadLads and on Twitter at LadsThread. And also, please give us some feedback, anything at all. We love hearing from you. So email us, listeners, at ThreadLads.com. Um, yeah, Kevin, it's, how, how's it going down there in Georgia? It's, it's kind of like a whole hot zone up, up, uh, here in Baltimore, as far as like COVID things are going, they're shutting down like everything again here. Um, all the restaurants are going to be only takeout, uh, like in Baltimore city, like starting Friday and stuff i think my soccer season's gonna get canceled and it seems like like we just set like a record for amount of positives in a day uh yesterday and it seems like we're good we're, we're hunkering down here again that's what it this kind of feels like um we apparently to according to the uh local news this morning that i watched um we're doing okay. Like not worse than what we've been doing, but I mean, <laughs> you know, so like what they just haven't had a, a dramatic increase in cases, but there's still like a well, bunch of cases. Well, the benefit of never really closing or whatever is we got our spike out of the way already. So it's kind of <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, oh so yeah, they, they said, um, the, uh, I, this mo- what they said. The lady on NBC this morning said that we've been we're doing pretty well compared to some other states. So that's kind of surprising. It's definitely like still not good. Of course, you're doing well compared to other states. Well, like I mean, if you look at like the map of how the spread is going, like every all fifty states are in like the status of un uncontrolled spread basically mm-hmm. and it would be hard for of course you're doing better than like south dakota and shit like that where it, the n- numbers are off the record. i mean it's just i i i think it's just going to be pretty bad for like a little while and like and i know a lot of people have you know, high high expectations with the vaccine coming out and everything but i mean not everybody's going to take it for sure whether they have legitimate reasons or not to not everybody's going to take it and it might not even be as effective for everyone as other people like i was seeing like minorities like blacks and asians there's a like a less uh success rate just already um and stuff like so i don't know i guess it's good we have a vaccine but things are really bad. It's going to be a while before a lot of people can get it. And it just doesn't seem like we still real, will have a normal 2021. It feels like uh, yeah. the, old, the expectations really should be on 2022, which is kind of depressing to think about. Yeah, I, they've been saying that for a little while now. And like a lot of like our family and stuff is planning like, like our one, uh, my one cousin who was supposed to get married, like right during, or this past March, they just they rescheduled theirs for twenty twenty two. I think a lot of people are just gonna do that because by then, hopefully, like it, it's gonna be so hit or miss next year, right? And it's probably gonna be that weird transition time that it's like, why, you know what I mean? It's just gonna be right. more of the same, probably. So, 
No, that's my that's to hold off till 2022. I mean, I've just been like, I've kind of like settled into my like I, this is my new normal, as everyone's been saying. <laughs> no, like for no, me, that is that is the phrase uh, of the fuck. One of the many phrases of this ridiculous year. Yeah, it's true though. Like I've kind of stopped. I, I will say, like I've kind of calmed myself mentally at least just because i've kind of settled into the like the thing just we're just doing the things that are quote-unquote safe you know for this right. like we went to our we went to like a light show that was drive-through you know drive-through yeah. light show you know we go to the store with our masks on and yeah, we yeah. just do all that type of shit so it's not it, i'm trying not to even like think about of the i'm just trying to think of it as it'll be nice when all this shit is done with <laughs> One year down the line, when we're in yeah. our forties, when we're in our forties, and our thirties have passed us. Um, but I guess that's true for we're all in the same boat all together with this shit. Um, it's just yeah. wild because, like, I you know already like obviously for everything this year, I was just like, whatever, fuck it, it's like COVID, but. I, I I like at this, especially like this time of year, I like miss, you know, going outside. There's a nip in the air. There's like, you see like wreaths and decorations up and people are like out shopping, like drink coffee mm-hmm. outside, get their car and get their winter gear, the holiday gears on stuff like that. I miss, I miss just like that whole like kind of air of the holiday excitement. That's just like kind of yeah. palpable in people. This time of year that I'm not really feeling because either I'm not seeing people or there's not that same jolly joy that there just otherwise would be. Um, and to, just to think that it's probably it might be like that next year too. It's sad. It's sad, but whatever. Uh, I, I'm pretty like used to I guess the new normal. I wouldn't. I can't really. There's no way I can, in certain aspects of my life now that I can go back to how it was pre all of this shit. I feel like I'm pretty set in some some ways, in a lot of ways. Like I don't really feel like commuting as much to work. That's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not in, the, not in the same fashion anyway. Yeah, at um, least partial work from home is definitely going to be sticking around for myself. Like, yeah, yeah, and just doesn't make sense. Like, no, for for real. And I'm still going to be using hand sanitizer probably every time I leave any public place. <laughs> like, I'll yeah. just always do that. I haven't had, like, I think we talked about it on this podcast before, but yeah, like, I haven't had those, like, little, little lingering, weird little colds that just, like, pop up, especially in the change of seasons. Because um, I guess, like, all the use of hand sanitizer, washing my hands, wearing masks, all this sort of stuff. Has just even like as a secondary result stopped the spread of all sorts of all this other shit that we give each other. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, I guess is if I'm if I make it to, I, it's weird though. A couple of people on my on my team at work have gotten strep throat now, and ear infections. I'm like, what are you doing? But are um, they, if are I they make, single? No. Oh, they're not. Single. But one of them does have was, kids. Oh, kids definitely because kids still just spread dis- germs and disease. Germ sex. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say if the other ones are getting it, but they're single, they're probably you know hitting up that tender the bumble. Act, yeah. You know, instead of catching a sexually transmitted disease, which was the initial fear from dating online, um, just catching normal colds and viruses. Uh, if I don't get sick, if I make it till January, this will be the first time, and I could not tell you when, when I wasn't sick for an entire year, like it, like no cold or or anything. Yeah, I was extremely sick to start off the year, like extremely sick, uh, possible flu, possible possible COVID, but probably the flu. No, it's probably <laughs> not COVID, but you never know. Um, but that that's how I kicked off my year. I haven't really been sick since then. Um, and it's a good run. It's a good run. And I, I looked I I am gonna try to keep that going going forward through all this stuff. But um speaking of like some of the, the, the Christmas shit though, uh you went 
you went on like a drive-through lights thing. Did you guys? Didn't you and uh, the intern just do like a, a a lights walkthrough thing? How many of these things are going on down there? Oh, a lot. Well, you have to remember this is uh, southern. You know, like. Well, so anyway, this has nothing to do with being in the South. Uh, what <laughs> well, we yeah, um, um, so I'm trying I'm the, trying to figure out what you're trying to say. This is Southern, so we have a, you know what they say about the South. We have a ton of drive-through. Uh, oh, well, no, but everything is like, I feel the Christmas spirit down here, because I guess it's just like large Christian population in the South or whatever. Right. You think? But right, definitely right. everything's like, you know, decorated and all nice. and Yeah. This household takes Christmas very serious anyway. Like I, and especially because of how down or just weird feeling it's been, we've been going even more all in on the Christmas aspect. So uh, we've been, plus what the fuck else are we going to do? You know what I mean? There's not like a whole lot to do. So we're just trying to find things that we can do that are safe as well. But Six Flags um, converted like a ton of their parks all throughout the country um to these like drive up drive through light shows and there's a six flags there's a six flags 1.5 miles away from our house now it's not a um it's a six flags white water so it's like the water are you park. sure it's are you sure it's 1.5 not like 1.7 miles yes yeah it's like it's walking distance essentially uh <laughs> because we found this out when we were and it's pretty cool like you go and you you just pay per car so um our grandparents, uh, I, we invited my grandparents to come with us, and you just like, it's cool because you just drive through, and it's all cheery, it's holiday y, and it's yeah, yeah, it's cool because you could see like that there was a bunch of like, uh, and it, you know you go like five miles an hour through the whole thing, and there was like a bunch of people there with with vans, and you know they had the door open so that like the kids could be all out, and then they right. had it, so when you got there, they asked you to turn your headlights off. And then they said, um, uh, turn it to this specific station. And it was cool because they matched the uh, light show with like the beat of the songs that were coming on through the radio. So it was just like, it was really cool. And it was, it was that's, yeah, that's, something that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I saw some, some pics in a few vids. It looked like it was a fun thing. Um, I got to go do one of those up here, actually, for sure. Symphony like, of I, Lights, dude. Merry, yeah. merry weather. Oh, that's true. That is still going on. Yeah, they're still doing that with like drive-through availabilities and shit. So yeah, that maybe I'll maybe I'll hit that up because yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling the same the same I guess Christmas vibes that I normally would. Mostly like just like being out. I'm like I usually get those vibes by being out around town during Christmas yeah. that I'm just like not out around like as much as I would be in like previous years and stuff like that. But um. Also, yeah, like yeah we're, we, have, we have slightly different living situations. I feel like if I had more of an independent situation like yourself, I would, you know, make the the real effort to go decorate my place. But I, I like live with a couple of roommates, and yeah, it's still oh, I still live in. You still get a tree. I I did get a tree. I actually oh, got nice. a, I got a mini live tree. It's oh it's heck yeah. Life. It's got lights on it, and I and I've got some lights going up, but like uh, it'd probably be a little bit different. I don't know. I I still like you know live with in what in some terms still might be called a, a glorified older frat house of sorts. I only live with two other people, but you know it's still just like dudes living with each other. So you know the yeah. place isn't. It isn't de- decorated out or anything crazy, but there's still a little flare. We still got some lights. We got a tree. We've got some evergreen scent in the house, so it's it's not it's all you need. Out. Yeah, it really yeah. Our, our situation's different too because we, we're living in like a brand new spot, so we can go out. We'll go out for a drive, and it's it's fun for us because we're like exploring. Many different IPAs. I've got excited to try all the Georgia IPAs. Rachel got PBR seltzers. All of them. All of them. And just 
Oh man, I've been, I've been, it's been good. Total Vino is a yeah. I feel, I feel like that's like, uh, and I don't, I don't know if it was like an older generation, but I feel like that's like one of those things uh, of people our generation, at least drinkers of our generation. That's like one of the things you like really, really look forward to the most. Like about getting your own place is like getting a stocked bar and just be oh, like yeah. ready to do like whatever. Um, and like it, it's it's an idea that you all ha- like. I know I've had it for a long time, like since college. It's like oh, okay, when I have like a bar, blah blah blah. I thought I'd be further along in making that happen than I am now, but uh, the fact that you're getting there, it uh, it gives me hope. Well, the hardest part about stocking a bar is keeping it stocked because half the time it just runs out before you can actually accumulate anything. Oh, right. So it's like you got you got to make that big. You got to have to just do that big initial purchase. Otherwise, you're just gonna have one of something, then you're gonna drink it all, and then have one of something else. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. But do, do do you have some of the the staples of a bar? Do you have bitters? Do you have some no like bitters. Uh, oh no bitters? How how do you even call yourself a bar if you don't even have bitters i'm not making anything with bitters in it but yeah i've got all the rest of the staples you know like I've my my triple sex my contrail my uh this other orange liqueur that i had to get for this specific recipe i made <laughs> you just named three types of orange liqueur yeah You're like i've got all my other mixtures three types of orange liqueur for <laughs> well, the first specific thing and then i've got my you know my, my di- i got three different types of lime juices as well i've got my regular or like sweet you know i've got the regular squeeze lime for like lime lime then we've got a sweet two different sweetened limes um lime juices because i've been experimenting because my grandmother's actual limes yeah but it's hard to keep up with that because you know what i mean right Uh, anyway but i've been experimenting they're they're so expensive and hard to find no it's just that they go bad and i'm not because it's like what do you do you're not gonna go to the store and buy one lime so i buy like 40 of them and then they all go bad so it's just like (laughs) it's true true. and uh but oh yeah so my grandma her favorite drink is uh pomegranate martini Uh and i've been experimenting with different uh recipes to make her like the perfect one i've I've gotten pretty close i've got revision 1a and 1b right now and i'm trying to decide Mm -hmm. between the two one B has actual pomegranate juice in it, and the good pomegranate uh-huh. juice too. Not that bullshit. It's the like the kind that comes in a glass jar. I, I didn't realize there was bullshit pomegranate juice. I thought all that stuff. Well, just like from concentrate. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, just right. like Sunny no. D verse orange <laughs> right, right. juice. No, I got that. Um. So, like, are are you basing the 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 ranking level is this based off of what your grandma thinks about it or what you think about these drinks because i'm assuming you're drinking all of these as you as you're absolutely drinking all of these but it is true it's kind of like it's it's a mix between what i think is good but what i know she does like as well probably not how i would make it for some of these because so it's Uh like i'm all it's like someone writing a book in someone else's voice type deal you know what i mean it's like (laughs) I guess yes, that's a good analogy. Because she likes it on a little bit on the sweeter side, but if you make it like too, I can't throw up like a shitload of the liqueur in there because she'll uh-huh. get turned off one drink. So you know, I gotta kind of kind of mix it up a little bit. <laughs> right, right. It's a delicate balance. You're doing a a, balance. you're doing what a true bartender uh, does when they're trying to come up with a drink. Also, the intern got a William Sonoma gift card for her birthday. I think. Oh, fancy. Williams. She used some of it to buy um, uh, like a, a Williams Sonoma shaker. So I, uh-huh. we had this like shitty shaker before. Well, we had a shitty shaker <laughs> from Ikea and we had a shitty shaker from this local place when we first moved here that broke immediately. And then this Williams Sonoma one, it is awesome. It like What, what, what makes uh, a shaker shitty versus awesome? What what are these differences that you're even talking? Well, the about? shitty one was like a tin cup, and then it had like the rubber piece, and it was like a glass on top, and then the uh-huh. glass immediately broke, like oh, just wow. immediately. And then and the other, true. this one's like copper, with like the silver, or like the the metal around it. So when you shake it and you have ice in there, it like legitimately froth. Like it gets so cold, it's crazy. Really? Um, so that's been really cool. 
That, that's a nice, um, that's uh, a nice shaker. William Sonoma. Been drinking a lot, basically, um, is what's been happening. Recently. That's what it. That's what it sounds like. Um, but, but you still like? Do you have? Do you have vermouth in in this bar? Dude, we got everything, and then we also found a. a well, you don't list. have bitters, so I, I'm questioning. Like, if I if I come to your bar and you can't make me an old fashioned, that, this uh, is why I'm, I'm not making old fashions. Was because I I, I we watched. The intern and I watched like four different videos on YouTube of how to make a proper old fashioned. There is so much conflicting. And then we found this one video of a guy who he um, showed how to make an old fashioned back like in the day. And there was this certain type of uh, uh, one of the ingredients in there is something that I can't find right now. And I don't want to make it any other way now. I want to make it because he's saying apparently you don't muddle. That's a, that's a new thing. And that wasn't how they actually used to make old fashions. So I want to make it like how this guy it ruined the whole thing. Plus I don't have a, wow. I, I, it's a so you, you, you went in deep on the whole old fashioned thing though. I, I just, I just thought, I mean, there's other drinks with bitters and stuff though. I mean, well, old fashions are our, our like signature drink type deal. We're very, so I want to make a, like a perfect one. Oh, you're, um, that, that's one you're, you're very, uh, you're very particular about. Yeah, I so I didn't know that. Stocked up on the you know the tequilas and the and the vodka and the Got uh, and the whiskey. Like that. Yeah, I haven't. No, we don't. I don't have any gin right now. Uh, we ran out of. We only took when we went back into Total Wine. We decided we were only going to buy what we could carry in our hands, and uh, wow. that did not make it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a good. That's a good way to like really control yourself because if you go into full shopping cart, you're going to yeah. spend too much money. That's a lock every single time. Um, yeah. So you're so you you've got a fully stocked bar and you're you're working on your bartending skills. I can't wait to come down there and have you uh, make me a drink. Just nothing with bitters in it. I no, will have bitters maybe by then. And may, yeah. Then maybe you can you can make me a. Uh, a duchess. That'd be that would be fantastic. I'll make you a pumpkin um, martini. <laughs> yeah, that should better be good after uh, the way you're whipping those up um, down there, Kevin. Did te- please tell me you saw the ad for the new Lifetime movie that is in conjunction with KFC. I forget what the name is. It's called A Recipe uh, for Seduction. Oh, A Recipe for Seduction. Uh, seduction. Starring Mario Lopez. Did you see an ad for this? Not only did I see it, the intern and I have made plans to not only watch it on opening night, but we are going to go to the big chicken and get a bucket of, of bird. <laughs> and we are going to crush while we watch. We're, we well, fall I, completely into the consumerism of this. Well, you placement. realize it's, it's happening at noon. It's not a night thing. Oh, oh fuck. I didn't know it was coming it's, on at noon. <laughs> yeah, it's coming on at noon. So if you want to sleep the rest of the day after smashing a bucket of chicken, that might work out for you. Wait, but it's but, not, it comes on the weekend though, doesn't it? Yeah, this Sunday. Um, oh, at, yeah. At, That's perfect. Yeah. That's better if it's at noon because then I'll be able to recover <laughs> from my KFC coma maybe yeah, after that's that. That's true. You could have uh, KFC too for dinner. Um, like, but yeah, it, it, I, it looked fake the first time I saw this ad. It's a it it's a standard kind of like lifetime cheesy movie ad, and but uh, it's Mario Lopez, and he's got the same mustache and beard thingy going on as uh, the Colonel from KFC. And there's a whole ad for it. It looks hilarious, and it looks I amazing. Be more excited for this Sunday at noon. Um, I love your spirit of the whole thing and getting some KFC, watching this. Um, but I, I was just shocked. I like, have you ever like sat down and watched, uh, like a Lifetime movie? It seems like that's something that you would have done given your proclivity for other entertainment on television. I feel like you would have had to have seen a Lifetime movie or two in your life. Uh. I did, but not by choice. My mom loved the Lifetime channel. So, like, growing up, being over there, I would be forced. It was, like, something also we should talk about, too. But, like, back in anyway, we only had one TV. So, that was what was on. And I'd be watching Lifetime movies. But I feel like the Lifetime movies back then weren't – they were, like, the real movies, though. Like, it was, like – 
it was like I don't know. A, it was like more mixed between now that the Lifetime movies are like specifically super cheesy Lifetime movies. But back right. then, like I remember one of the first Lifetime movies I saw was the Mark Wahlberg one where he's like beating his chest. You know what I'm talking about? That's like a real movie. No, yeah, I don't think that's a Lifetime movie. I think that's just a movie they were showing on Lifetime. Yeah, fear. I think I think those, those are two very different things. The Lifetime movies have a very specific uh, sheen about them that is very campiness. unique to them. Um, yeah, campiness, a like, hey, we know what this movie is. Like, we're in on the joke sort of, like, kind of air about the, all their movies. Um, it's uh, it's a lot like Sharknado in the way where they, they try to make something serious, but they realize that it's not. Um, I, but yeah, I'm surprised that you don't watch more Lifetime movies now, given like your your love of just the TV that I know you like. I like reality shows. That's not the same as uh, Lifetime yeah. movies. You like very specific type of, li- of reality show that I think lends itself to somebody that would also like Lifetime movies. And I'm not bashing on Lifetime movies. I spent a whole afternoon, like, just... I I don't know what was going on. I didn't have anything to do. I was sick or something. But I spent, like, an entire afternoon on the couch and watched Lifetime movie after Lifetime movie because there was just, like, a marathon of them on. And I got to say... It's always a marathon. That's the only thing they play on Lifetime. It's like that or that bitch, show. Yeah. Well, see, like, I don't, I don't even remember. It's been like years since I've actually had any like real form of cable. That's so. This, this had to be like five, six years ago at this point. But I, I enjoyed every minute of it. They, they've got a, they've got a methodology to them that is just stupid but kind of funny, and I, I think they work. And I think this, this, this recipe for love with Mario Lopez is Seduction. going to work. Seduction, recipe for secrets out, chicken man. I cannot wait for this movie. That was that was the best line of the trailer. That was the best line of the trailer, and it got me hooked. Probably gonna be the best line of the movie. I'm 100 percent going to uh uh watch watch that. Um, what what were you saying before when you were talking about uh Lifetime movies? You said we should talk about this too, but then you got off track. Oh, I just meant like when we were. Oh, I I meant to put it in the thread the other day, but when I was looking through old photos of. Uh, just through old photos in general, I saw a picture of us, the four of us playing Halo in your basement on like split screen on your old basement TV before your parents got that that upgraded oh, yeah. TV. Right, right. And it just made me think back to like, it wasn't that, well, I'm now just feeling old, but like <laughs> it wasn't that long ago where like people only had like one or like two TVs in their house. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people only have one or two TVs in the house, but it's not the same yeah, as the TVs that I, people have now. Yeah. Well, like, I I mean, how many TVs do you have in your house? I have two, but... Right. They're, so, like, like, I don't, they're like I don't big know flat screens. Really, I don't really know if people have more than one or two TVs in their house, actually. Unless you're, like, legitimately, like, a rich person. You just have a yeah, but it's different because now everyone's got, like, a phone and an iPad or whatever. Like, it used to be you'd had to right. share the TV because it's, like, if, if you didn't... You know what I mean? Now, if well, no, a there kid are, like, Yeah, it's like there, you're watching on the computer, iPad. You've got a tablet. You've got a phone. All of which you yeah. can watch all the same things that you would watch on TV. So there's also, yeah, not the need for it. We have also the t- to watch it, but... The TV at my mom's house was smaller than an iPad, probably. So <laughs> I remember, I still like remember growing up, the TV that my parents had in um, their bedroom, the one that I would like watch Saturday morning cartoons on, like all that stuff. That was still like turn, a turn dial. It had yeah. two turn dials on it that you had to snap and switch. There was no remote to it or anything. And that's one of the TVs I remember growing up watch that that's crazy that we lived in that uh that same world and now yeah man. It's, it's pretty great my it's mom had the that. same one of those tvs had my super nintendo hooked up to it back then uh, speaking of uh tv and everything you were just like going on about uh the publics uh the the the, the food store chain they have a, like some commercial that you're all about now why is that so Publix is amazing down here. Like I've always gone to Publix uh, when I'd come to visit my grandparents down here. Um, but moving here, it's like the customer service is really good. 
the people who work there will help you. Like uh, my cousin was telling me that he needed, he was asking about like a recipe and the guy or the, per, I don't know if it was a guy or a woman, the person was like helping them like, oh, you, should, you could try this or this and was like helping them with like an actual recipe. And then the intern on uh, the day before Thanksgiving went there to get a certain type of cheese. And the person was like, oh, well, if you're looking for this cheese, we have like two other different types of cheese that are cheaper. Anyway, there's very involved, which uh-huh. I didn't realize. Um, so I was watching uh, football or something and a t- uh, Christmas com- commercial came on and it was extremely emotional. And I was like, dang. <laughs> And you, at the end, did you cry? Did you cry? I almost cried. Commercial. I could okay. have cried. It's okay if you cried. If I, uh, I could have cried. And then, so I, and then I, you know, I saw the Publix thing at the end or whatever. I was like, holy crap. So I wanted to show the intern that night, um, but I couldn't find it. And it wasn't on YouTube because who the fuck is looking for Christmas commercials or like commercials <laughs> on TV? <laughs> yeah. But then I found, I found an article about it. When, and I was able to show her the commercial and then I went back to YouTube and I found like a 20 minute video of like all of the public's commercials that they've done. Cause apparently they do them like every single year and they're always uh-huh. like, so it's like a thing that they do these like emotional, I'll send you the link. I have it right now. The title articles, the public's thinks it's new holiday commercial might make you cry. Of course it will, but how much? <laughs> Sweet. It's good. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to cry. I need more. Well, now I'm looking forward I to. I haven't cried enough this year. I need a little bit more in before it ends. But it's um, a happy cry, and that's like a happy. It's not like a no, sad. That's, that's true. I don't. I don't really happy cry. I. I really don't know if I've ever happy cried. That's true. I'm like uh, emotionally numb, especially this year. Well, like I, it's not that I don't cry. I cry at sad things all the time. To this day, the the Fresh Prince scene. Where oh, he yeah. doesn't know why he's dead. That to this day, that will make me cry every time I see it. I don't have I don't a problem with that stuff. I just, I've just never like been so joyous that it's resulted in oh, crying. That I, I've never, I have like, I've never like cried like for joy, uh, as it were. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I have either. This just tugs at the heartstrings type of deal, or it's sure. relatable, maybe. Kind of, I guess. I, I don't really know. I don't know. I feel like as I get older, I am softening a bit. I am getting a little more emotional uh-huh. uh, towards well, things. That, that, it could also just be the like mental strain of this entire year. But I mean, it's pr- partially probably some of that. But I mean, I feel like you kind of do get can. It's easier to be emotional when you're older because you just have more pr- perspective in th- on things, yeah. which means like that you just care. Like when you're younger, you just don't give a fuck about anything. So why would you ever like have any sort of perspective on anything? You just are young and are just like, uh, yeah, I just want to. I'm invincible. Yeah. I'm going to live forever. So, yeah. It's just, it, it, some of that comes with a perspective going back though, to you talking about how awesome Publix is and how people like, uh, are very helpful there. I've, I've been to Publix one time when I was in uh, Alabama, and I will say that it was super friendly. Everybody was very nice, and the people seemed very helpful. I was thrown off by – I was very thrown off by how nice people were. Um, like, we walked past the deli part, and we weren't getting anything. And the guy just goes, oh, how's it going? Who was working there to us, and I was like, what the fuck is, what is this guy doing? Oh, yeah. And like I, I, I get that, and I understand why that's enjoyable. But I don't, I don't necessarily want that every time I go to a grocery store. I'm actually, I, I was like, yeah, I agree. If I go to a grocery store and like, I don't know, a Sunday afternoon, I don't really have anything going on. It's like a nice day out, whatever. I'll talk up a storm. I don't mind. I really have no problem talking to people. I don't know. I like talking to strangers. That's fine. Um, but sometimes, you know, I'm just going in to like get my shit and get out. I don't really want to fucking deal with anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm going through the automated register. I'm not fucking dealing with anybody. I'm just here to get my shit and get out. And so I don't necessarily know if that's always a good thing from my grocery store. No, I agree. I see for some reason I'm okay with talking to employees. I don't want to do it every time. But I'm much more forgiving to the employee that is 
sparking up a conversation because one, they might just be bored or two, they it just, you know, trying to do a good job and be very customer service. What drives me out of my mind and I hate is when people online talk to me. I, I hate it. I hate it um, so much. And I can always <laughs> tell when someone's about to start talking to me online too. And I'm like, oh, but it's yeah. just like, like one time when I was back home or back in Maryland and it, it was like when I was living out over in Towson and I was buying like pancake mix and I was waiting at the self-checkout and this guy's like, looks right. He's like, that stuff's poison, man. And I'm just like, like <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like, what do you even, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, like, what do you say to that? It's so annoying. It's like, oh, like, well, I guess I'm not going to buy this now. Or, oh, I'm going to go put it back. Yeah. It's like, thanks for dang. ruining my, my Saturday afternoon that I was planning to make pancakes and have a good day. I really yeah, appreciate it. That was just, oh, my gosh. That is yeah, just awful. That yeah. But, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. Maybe Publix is a good place. Where it's like there's a few of those places. Like, I think Costco is one of those places that pays their employees more than everyone else. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't or maybe they're just like if you don't. Um, have, I don't. Yeah, I don't have. A, I don't have a problem. To, again, I don't have a problem talking to anybody uh, out and about, but not every time. Like that's not something I want every time. Yeah. I'd never have carpet with dogs. Like, I'm so happy. It's just so much. Yeah, we just get these rugs for all the, or the, all the like, for all the rooms. And we got, we got, so we had to get runners because, uh, and we still need to do something for like the steps because Jasper and Nismo go too fast up the steps, and because there's no like, because it's wood or laminate or wood or whatever, uh-huh. they slip they just, and they road they runner, tumble around and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's why we had to get like a runner for the hallway and stuff, so they have like something to grip on. (laughs) Did they? Do they still, even after falling all this time, just still try to get up the stairs too fast? Yeah, when like Jasper hears Rachel coming home from work or something, he'll like scramble up the steps and he'll like be like crawling, like (laughs) like slipping up. But like we're like actually worried that they're gonna get hurt doing that, so we have to get grippers. I mean, if anybody's gonna get hurt. It's going to be your dogs. So, yeah, for sure. That's definitely a move. I just like, I wonder what that is in, uh, in the animals to like, they just don't have the ability to be like, well, I always fucking fall up these stairs. Let me just <laughs> no. They just get excited. <laughs> like, going, this going, like, legit. They just, have, they just have to be up those stairs, even though they know that <laughs> that's, they're not going about it the best way. But I guess that's what yeah, separates us from from the lowly animals, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure they have that type of uh, that you know are able to comprehend that. I guess Nismo looks like Roadrunner. It's funny sometimes when she does it. When she's like, especially when we put food out. I did a test the other day where she wasn't. She like was out in the backyard and she was with Rachel, so she like clearly didn't want to come back in or whatever because you know she was outside. And I just grabbed her food bowl and like a scoop of food because it was it was the morning. So I was feeding them anyway. And I just stood out on the deck and I wanted to see like how like if she'd hear it. It was kind of far. And so I just started pouring it as soon as I started pouring it. Like as soon as the food touched her food bowl, her head just like whipped around and she just sprinted up the up to me. It was hilarious. I was just dying. Dogs are crazy, man. Dogs are crazy. Did we have to worry about that too? Because we have like deck steps that go down, and they're, they're kind of oh, steep. Yeah. Uh-huh. But she will like if you th- if you throw a ball from the deck, she will uh-huh. jump like down this step, like all the- she'll dump she'll do it in two steps, like to the mid landing, and then all the way down. And I was like, oh my god, she's gonna tear ACL. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. Um, I like I had no intention of talking about any of this, but um i remember i was just i was reading like an article about you know our domestication of the dog over just thousands and thousands of years or whatever 
and stuff like that and the way that we've like bred them like they're basically like we've made dogs dumber oh yeah by like how we've bred them (laughs) well and we put them some of those uh breeds of dogs like the um i think it's the puggle or the french bulldog or whatever where their nose like their skull they're like in constant pain and have like horrible headaches and stuff because we're just breeding them to look a certain yeah they're breeding them to look a certain way and they're just having like horrible physical issues and stuff <laughs> that's fucking messed up they're just yeah it's terrible i guess it just looks cute so people continue to want to have these dogs yeah meanwhile Which i can't me, breathe yeah that that makes me think do these people actually even care about the dogs or does the dog it means more of a symbol some sort of just like another accessory almost uh it definitely is as opposed to these people actually caring about the dogs well a ton of people i I think a ton of people just like they want a dog because of how it looks but it's like every dog has yeah but like my dog looks cute he's a jerk like you know what i mean every dog has its own personality exactly i mean yeah i mean in in that respect animals are like humans in a certain respect where they all are different have their own like kind of characteristics and you know ways about them and stuff but um i don't know i but i i guess like those wild african dogs like those those ones that hunt in packs and and stuff and they're they've just been wild dogs i wonder if they would like figure out (laughs) <laughs> the steps faster than a domesticated dog oh probably oh well i don't know i don't know because it's probably like know. instinct kicks in yeah i don't know, oh, if it's I like know a dog thing and like they just have to get to where they're going in some respect or like a wild dog without any of that domestication or bullshit uh would actually fare better it would like learn and, and analyze the situation differently or something like that it's funny you bring up wild dogs because um I was talking to it, uh, talking about that with my cousin because him and his fiance came back recently from the Dominican Republic, and we were talking about it because when I would go visit my mom out in Puerto Rico, that they we saw like a couple packs of dogs there. Um, it's, it's, packs of dogs are scary because oh my god, if you're just yeah. seeing wild packs of dogs, imagine just getting. Imagine one dog that you're scared of that it's barking I, at you, going to bite you. A fucking yeah. pack is going to rip you to shreds. No, I've been uh, I've been chased by a pack of dogs when I was when I was vi- visiting Rome. I, I feel like oh. I would have had to tell you this story at one point. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, when I was like studying abroad in Europe, it, I had a few friends back from school that were studying in Rome. So I decided to take a little weekend trip to Rome, party there for a few days. Uh, explore the sites who was going on in Italy and everything um and I was just off on my own caught a flight into Rome but and obviously when I get to Rome everything's in Italian I don't know jack shit of anything Italian um yeah and I was trying to figure out how to get to their place and I thought it was pretty straightforward to hop on this one train takes you basically into the city and I could have like found the address from there but I guess I don't know I kind of thought i was somewhere that i wasn't when i was on the train i got off way earlier than i should have in this train and they were like in like the middle like heart of rome i am now at this point when i get off the train i am like the outskirts of rome i had no idea where the fuck i was and like i was in a place where there wasn't even like a like there was like no taxis either i couldn't even like hail a taxi or anything. And I'm like looking at the, the map of Rome this whole time. I could not figure out where I was. And then only like to later find out that the map I was looking at was more of a centralized map of Rome and where I was in relation to <laughs> it wasn't Rome. It wasn't even on the map. It wasn't even <laughs> on the map. So like I couldn't figure out where the fuck I was. I was just wandering around aimlessly for I don't know how long, like hours. Um, I like ended up like going to oh well i got i went to this one store because i'm like if i'm going to be walking around aimlessly i might as well like you know get some booze or something right <laughs> just be 
forward and um, I got what I thought was a bottle of white wine. And, you know, I'm just like walking around, I crack it open and it turns out to be grappa, which I don't know if you know what grappa is or had grappa. No. Wait, question. Are you allowed to just openly drink bottles of of wine while you're walking around in Rome? Uh. Well, I, I think so, because I was, like, walking around <laughs> with matter. beers. You were <laughs> like, at that point. point. I don't know. I was, like, I was, like 20, <laughs> I, right. and I was, like, studying abroad, and I was in some random place that I've never been before. I'm like, whatever. There's no cops yeah. Um They're not going to say anything to, the, the, like, tourists anyway, or whatever? No, no. Uh, yeah, I, like, I'm just an American. I don't even know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I actually, I have, like, a other funny story in, of the same Rome trip. My Rome trip was, like, kind of out of control. But, like, to go back to um, this other part. So, yeah, I get this bottle. I take a giant sip of it. think it's white wine. It's grappa, which is this, basically, uh, uh, it's a liqueur. That they oh. drink the aperitif like after dinner that like helps like uh, digest and stuff. But it's just like it's syrupy and it's got so much herbs and like uh and like, oh, it has herbs not, in it. Yeah, like all these like herb flavors and I'm not it, looking it's, up. it's a pretty intense drink, especially if you don't like you're supposed to like take like a shot of it at the end of your <laughs> meal, but and I took a sip of that. I almost like threw up everywhere because I was expecting it oh. to be like white wine. And that. Oh, was I have had wine. grappa. Okay. Then, yeah, you know, if you're expecting like a Pinot Gris Chardonnay or something, and then you drink a giant mouthful of grappa, then <laughs> that's not, not going to be a good time. When the intern and I stayed at this hotel, when we went to Charleston, actually, I believe they left this like a, uh, like this on the counter when you come in because it was like part of the, the thing or whatever. And I remember also taking, I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what this was. And I remember taking a sip and being like, ah, I'm going to pass on the rest of this. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty intense drink. It's a pretty intense drink. But uh, yeah, so I'm already miserable. I, like to get back because this whole story, it started about getting chased by a pack of dogs um i'm still like walking around i don't know how long it's been at this point i i am like just lost don't know it's where i am i've got some shitty grappa aftertaste in my mouth that is just not it's not good and i'm like walking through this like random almost like it almost looks more like a suburban neighborhood i don't know where i was in rome at this point uh, or like outskirts or whatever and like I come up and there's like this driveway it's kind of arched down um, and it's like staring kind of right at me and I'm like walking down and like just I kind of see these dogs a couple of dogs like just get up and like you know notice me you oh, know yeah. and then like you know they're seeing like what's going on here what's happening uh, who is this person? They're all getting kind of like riled up a little bit. Some barking starts to get on, go on. This, there's like five or six dogs. And then they all like, I'm like walking by. I'm like, just don't chase me. Don't chase me. Eventually, I don't know if the dogs started chasing me or if I started running, which one yeah. of those happened first. But uh, the next thing I know, I'm being chased by a pack of dogs in this random Italian neighborhood. Oh um, until eventually they just like it got tired or didn't want to roam too far from home and then eventually eventually at some point late that night i like got a taxi. i somehow got a taxi was able to get into town and then how long um, did was that ordeal that was like a few hours that was like right when all that's like, a long few, time like a like two to three hours uh, after I flew into Rome, and I had just had oh, a oh, so you had like your suitcase? Oh yeah, you're back. I didn't have a suitcase. I was only there for like the weekend. And stuff. Oh okay. Um, the rest of the yeah. At least you didn't have like a rolly bag with you. you definitely no, did not have jumped. a rolly bag. Just had a backpack. <laughs> Luckily on that trip, I would have been fucking screwed if I had like way more stuff. But um, the, yeah, the rest of my trip in Rome was very crazy. I, it was like some of the highest points of. Like my trip, just being out there in Europe, some of just like the old 
fucking architecture and different spots and the Coliseum. You see all of that stuff in real life and in person. It truly is like breathtaking and it's pretty cool. Um, but I also almost broke my fucking jaw when I was on a, a, a fucking bar crawl. Um, it was the Coliseum bar crawl and it goes to all these bars like around the Coliseum and stuff. And you hop on this bus and it takes you like around to the different spots. And I, it was like, I guess kind of like raining out or misting that night. And I remember trying to like beat this one other person onto the bus that we had to catch to our next place. And I just like tried to make a hard right turn. I slip, I crack my freaking jaw just oh. um, on the freaking ground. Smack. I had like my jaw was clicking for like the next two weeks. Um, I also got my wallet stolen. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. When I was in Rome. But I, it was the night that I was definitely out partying pretty hard it was the first time i ever sang karaoke ever oh you're hammered bar. hammered yeah. you gotta have a decoy rich, wallet. rich girl by hauling up hauling out no rich girl i gotta have a decoy i mean i uh, somebody could have learned that from my oh yeah i learned that from people who go to uh during the last world no yeah the last world cup uh-huh. Or no, the the one before that, two thousand fourteen was that the last one? the one before the last one, uh, whatever yeah, it was, no, two thousand sixteen or two thousand twenty or wait, no, not twenty sixteen. Oh no, I'm thinking of twenty oh six, um, twenty oh six, then it's twenty twelve, then twenty six. Wait, no, wait, I'm no, that. I think it was, uh. No, no, it's 2010, 2010, 2014, 2018. Yeah, it was 2014. All right, yeah. It was the one where it was in Brazil. Brazil. Um, And I was listening, or in South America, whatever. And um, I was listening to these guys who were going uh, to Brazil to watch one of the matches, or a couple of the matches. And they had this whole thing that they were like... uh, like bro- they broke them down or, you know, gave them a whole spiel of what to do. And one of the things was to have multiple decoy wallets. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess they were that, like, you will, been, like, you will get pickpocketed or you will get mugged. Right. Well, not, I mean, I know, I know how to take care of my, my things better traveling. Um, I was only 20 years old and I had my wallet stolen. So, you know, I feel like I'm, a a expert on the whole situation at this point how many other people do you know have actually had their wallet stolen on them while they've been abroad also i wasn't in brazil not that i guess no that i know matters, really but i mean um, but any, I, yeah that that's what i mean that applies to any city you know yeah i feel it but i don't want to have to use a decoy wallet i don't want to have to have a wallet to be honest oh well, what do you, you really need you don't really want to shit for a while anyway. True. <laughs> a credit card and a, a license or, or a passport if you're passport. if you're abroad. But you can't put that in a wallet. Huh? You can't no, put a passport in a wallet. No. A big ass wallet. Yeah, no. You would you, there's they have like all sorts of, you know, like um little satchels and pouches that you can like tuck into areas like either like under your shirt or around your waist, under your pants, all sorts of different things to, you know, dick uh, satchel, dick satchels. Maybe I'm not using it. I'm not using dick satchel. Check Etsy. (laughs) (laughs) Etsy definitely seems like an Etsy move. Something going on in his life. I have no idea what it's about. But before 
we get into that, just one thing. Kevin, did you see um, that someone is trying to get pardoned by President Trump? And it might cause kind of like a, a split in opinion on how you feel about this person. Have you seen any of this? Talking about Tiger King? I am talking about the Tiger King. For anybody that doesn't did. know, he will not go away. He will scratch and claw to, to cling to any last semblance of, rele- of relevance that he has had. But he's, he's recently reached out to Kim Kardashian, uh, of all people. But I guess she got somebody pardoned or excused or off of uh, out of jail who was wrongly uh, wrongly convicted of something. So Tiger King decides to to write this letter to Kim Kardashian. Um, here's what the letter says. I know you have never met me and may never want to. However, I do believe <laughs> that you hold the values of our justice system dear to your heart. Joe writes in the letter dated November 4th. Just picture all of these words coming out of Joe Exotic's mouth. Also, I'm writing you this letter not as Joe Exotic, but as the person, Joseph Maldonado Passage, asking you to please help me by just taking 10 minutes out of your life and placing a call to President Trump to look at my 257-page pardon. It's all the evidence I'm innocent and ask him to sign my pardon so I can return home to my husband and my father. Um, the, the, the balls of him just to write a letter to Kim Kardashian asking her to call President Trump to save him from jail. It's just this guy, he, it's one of the, the most amazing people I've ever just seen in any space. You could not write a character that's like Joe Exotic. And I just thought it was funny that he pops up again writing a letter to Kim Kardashian hoping that she can get President Trump to, to pardon him. It's just, it's all hilarious. It never he also ch- apparently spent like $15,000 at a Trump hotel to try to like get noticed or whatever. Oh, really? But yeah. he, he's in jail. How did he spend $15,000 at a Trump hotel? Oh, his legal team did, maybe. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, you know, $15,000, that's really going to sway a multi-millionaire like Trump. Very good. I'm sure that's really good. No, people like that's a rough fun. spot to be in because no one feels bad for you, you know, and yeah. uh, no one, no one cares. Everyone enjoyed watching the train wreck, and now mm-hmm. they kind of just want nothing to do with it. I, I will say it this is probably his best shot. Like, I respect him going for his shot with this president well. at this point. Like if any if it's ever going to happen, this is like the time and the president yeah. to do it. So like, mine mine's well not doing sure. it. Yeah, like damn sure. And like, I'd be hard pressed to find any other president in the future. Hopefully, that would be able to do it. So I, I kind of I, I get him shooting a shot at this point. But uh, Kevin, let's do our old segment. Grind my gears. Tell us what's grinding your gears this week. So this is something that I've noticed happen like throughout just some things recently, and it happened again today at work, um, and it just it just triggered me so much. And that is like, and not this specifically, just like things in general, but th- I see this coming up a lot. And that's when something is offered for free, and then people have to go and ask for extra shit. Like, I can't go into details about it, but basically something at work was going to be free. And someone was like, oh, well, for the people that already have such and such, can we have this such and such? And it's like, no, bitch. They were giving away this for free. There's no extra free shit. Like, they're already, people are already going out of their way to give you something for free. If you can't get it, you don't, you're not entitled to an additional free item. It's just like, <laughs> sorry, you don't get the, or just take the thing. Like, that, that makes me so mad. And it just like, I don't know. I think it's like taking advantage or just it's it's rude. But, uh, <laughs> well, you're definitely going to have to get into more specifics about that with me off the pod if you're not willing to go into it. But I can tell you're heated. I can tell this is a... It's just like, it's just, I think it's rude to the person who has to like coordinate the free shit. Plus it's rude. I, I don't know. You know, it's just like, no. it's something free. You're either going to take it for free or you're not. You can't get something... 
side no. or whatever like right, it's right, different right. it's that's not the free thing yeah no I, I get that i used to work in food industry i totally understand uh where where you're coming from on that that that's pretty funny um well i'm glad you i hope that helped you out kevin airing some of your grievances um and i hope the people were entertained by your little rant i i sure was um so that will almost do it for us but let's give a, uh, let's give the people some recommendations uh recommendations are things that me and kevin like to suggest to y'all that that we've been enjoying in our own life could be anything could be movies tv books music anything anything at all um kevin do you have a recommendation for people this week yes my recommendation is the hbo show the undoing with hugh grant and nicole kidman it's a six-part whodunit and it is it's a little controversial i guess some people didn't like the ending or whatever i thought i enjoyed the ride me and the intern we watched like one episode and we ended up binging the thing the whole weekend Uh, or over you know over the weekend and uh i thought it was fantastic it's great great to see hugh grant in 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 a role like this i when's the last time hugh grant's been anything i feel like he hasn't acted in like shit in the past 15 years i he's definitely not acting in anything i normally watch so i have no (laughs) idea but um it, it was good that that that's a pretty good um i guess that's a pretty good suggestion if you could oh Help! I, like, what, I, I, I was just gonna say, could you give me and the people just like a light, light overview synopsis of what this is about? Like, just the most basic oh. sense. Like, what is what is it about? It's a murder mystery, basically. Uh, I don't know how much I can give without it being spoiler. Someone, okay, a, a, a woman murder is murdered. Uh-huh. A woman is murdered, and uh, and. Uh, Shoot, I, I'm trying to think of the commercial to see if they even show who's the suspected person. Well, it's something you find out in the first episode. Oh, wait, shit. I don't know if you are. No, I can't. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to say too much. Wow. Someone is murdered, and it, it's, it's a classic whodunit, but it's a great a great ride. Uh, uh, Nicole Kidman plays um, a, uh, like a very uh, uh, high-powered like uh not high-powered but it's a very well i guess a rich she's rich in in the show she's a psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever like a a, not famous but she's well known i guess in her practice and then hugh grant is a uh uh oncologist so they're like a high-powered you know couple in new york and they've got this kid so but yeah, it was good. Oh, I'm going to piggyback real quick. Uh, uh, the recommendation is, I think I've mentioned it before. I probably have. I probably did last year. Is The New Grinch. The New Grinch. The cartoon uh, one, right? Yeah. Two, that, it's The Grinch from 2018. It is so... It's the best Grinch. It just hands down. It's the best Grinch. Grinch, And I. this is coming from someone who loves the classic Grinch. Not really the Jim Carrey one because that one freaked me out. Kind uh-huh. of, and Jim Carrey's kind of creepy. I but didn't like, like the Jim Carrey one either. That was yeah, that was, that was not a fun experience. Yeah, I, I'm not big on the the, the Jim Carrey, but but I, but I, what, yeah, I haven't ahead. watched this uh, this new cartoon uh, Grinch. I know that it was on Netflix, but they just took it off. And yeah, they did. Yeah. Where, do you know if it's streaming anywhere else that I can get this? Part? I I straight up bought it. That's how much I like it. Oh. I don't know. But it's oh. so, it's just, it's so good. How much, how much they, did you uh, buy? It's like $9. Interesting. Interesting. But um, Pharrell is the narrator. They do like different music in it. It's so good too because it's the same, it's kind of like a retelling because it's the same overall story of the Grinch, but they add things and uh-huh. um, they just made, they just kind of give a new spun on something right. like it, it was a good. New, it was really good. A new updated twist on an old classic, as it were. Yeah, Keenan. Yeah, Keenan is one of the characters. who's me and the intern's favorite character. Ooh, I love. Ke- I love me some Keenan. So yeah. uh, some Keenan Thompson. I'm. I'm all in. Now I'm all in. I'll watch this. I'll find it. Maybe I'll buy it. It's good. Um, yeah, it's my, my my recommendation to people. Uh, it's also TV. Um, it's this new show. 
on Showtime, I believe. It stars Brian Cranston. It's called Your Honor. Oh. It's oh, very I'm... intense. It's I love Brian really Cranston. intense. But basically, Brian Cranston, he plays a judge whose son uh, basically commits a hit and run and like kills like somebody. And br- basically, Brian Cranston helps cover it up. But the person who was killed is like the like uh, an organized crime family's son. So it's oh. a lot of lot of lot of layers. That sounds good. It's pretty good. Only watched the first episode, but it's it's very very interesting. It's very intense, but it's uh it's really well done. And uh, I'll, I'll give that give that a try. Yeah, I'll check that out. I love Brian Cranston. Yeah, who doesn't? Who doesn't? What role yeah. has Brian Cranston ever played that you haven't enjoyed him in? It's true. Um, but I think that will do it for us this week on the Threadlines Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And if you enjoyed it, please tell somebody about us. So anybody at all, your family, friends, loved ones, somebody that you would think would be interested in a podcast like ours. Kevin, did you have anything you wanted to say to people before we get out of here watch the new grinch <laughs> if you don't I, think, I, I i cannot have anything to do yes, with you yes yeah, the new grinch is good we i think i think you made that point known and there's a I, part in it where he pulls up his pants <laughs> the grinch is getting dressed and he puts on his pants and it's just grinch legs and it's hilarious because it's like his body but it's his grinch legs <laughs> It's so, so good. If you're as entertained by comedy like that as Kevin is, please check out The Grinch. Thank you, everybody. And uh, yeah, this has been the Threadlines Podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.